Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you are. This is Tony Tells the Truth. Tony always tells her truth as it goes from universal frequency through my vessel here to you. Um, and from the crown, bring it down. You know, welcome back if you've been here before. And hello, how are you? I'm Tony. If we've never met via podcast. Um, so... I do explain at the beginning of my podcast that the way that I do my podcast is not scheduled. Uh, The intent is not for a following base. The intent is not for anything other than to record my journey. And the way that I do that best is I allow things to come into my vessel frequency-wise and I bring it here. A lot of the times the things that I'm talking about aren't things that I'm already knowledgeable about as if I'm speaking in a condescending way to others. Uh, It's literally lessons that I am learning in that very moment, or I've had what you would like to call an epiphany, which just a small tidbit about an epiphany. Epiphany is just a masked word for frequency downloads. Uh, A lot of times people run from this type of conversation because it's still viewed in a lot of realms as being crazy talk. I used to be one of those people, that's how I know. And it's really not crazy talk when you begin the awakening process. And the awakening process is definitely an ongoing journey because there's always new things to discover like ancient history. And there's no need to really explain myself, but I just feel as though it's good to put that out in the air because of my own things that go on in my mind. And that kind of segues into what brought me here to this podcast today because of um, Feel Good Life on Instagram. Uh, I tend to try to fill my Instagram or my social media with things that are also spiritual. Um, As we learn more about ourselves and self-awareness, we know that we have different interests because there are different different essences of who we are that have interests. So... What I really enjoyed about it is that it resonated with me because there is a a spiritual and mental warfare that I'm aware of going on in my mind. One of the biggest things about the awakening process is realizing that it is all a battle within. And I'm getting better with being self-aware. And in order to get better and have self-awareness be more potent, you have to be aware of the ego the I, the me, the self, which is only one essence of your being. And it is a dominant protector over the less powerful frequencies within your mind, your body, and your soul. And there's nothing wrong with having the ego, you know, but this is my year of beware of the ego because the ego is attached to anger, which turns to anxiety which turns to attack mode against things that could potentially be sent to you as a lesson. And instead of receiving the lesson, we tend to mask it with the ego of deception. The lessons that do come to us, they come to us in echoes sometimes, and I call them echoes, but it's like when you go through that thing and you're like, why does this happen over and over again with different people? I used to feel bad about thinking that because I remember going into a church one day, a church that I really connected with years ago. And um, 
I'm not a necessarily a church going person, um, but I do have my connection to God and the universe as a switchboard. But I remember going in and uh, one of the things that the person speaking said at that time was, when you experience different situations that give you the same outcome, the change needs to happen with you. And I took that in a very derogatory way of self-inflicted accusing. It would make me feel like I was like, dang, so there must be it's something wrong with me. It's not everybody else. There's something wrong with me. And I held on to that for a long time on kind of like a, a blank slate because I didn't know what to do with that information other than to feel bad for myself or to think bad for myself or allow the energy of negative things people were saying to me to come in and I accept them as my reality, which in turn, I find led to a lot of blank spots in my life. When I think about a lot of times in my life right now, I have a lot of blank spots. Times that I really don't remember, times that it's kind of faded, you know, things like that. And it's because I actually wasn't in the present moment of those times, so they're blank spots for me. And this is me giving you steps of a possible way of self-awareness to resolve issue. Because I had to ask myself next, well, why were there blank spots? And why wasn't I in the present? And then what was going on in that moment that, that made me detach myself from the present moment at that time? It's the series of questions that allow you to go deeper into your self-awareness. Come to find out in my discovery so far, the major issue is that my alignment and my energy connections we're drawn by my insecurities. It's called the law of attraction. What you put out, you get back. And in layman's terms, I mean, I was around frequencies and I intend to call people frequencies. This is what they give off. But I was around people who did not serve me spiritually and growing wise at that point in time. So when you're not really attached to the present moment and the present moment is not serving you, things tend to get blurry as you go forward. So that's a very interesting phase to be in the depth of my self-awareness because it begins to make me ask or makes me assess the common denominator of the people that were around me at that time as far as what was common and how I was treated by those people that made me feel the disconnected, the disconnection. So I'll flip into what brought me here to begin freestyling this podcast as I bring things in as universal download, which I call in from the crown, bringing it down to the throat, the chakra tone. And it segues me into saying that what I received from a a feel good life from Instagram is the major question that you should ask yourself and the ego, and just a trail back, the ego will keep you from asking the questions to dissolve the echoes in your life. The things that keep happening over and over again are things that you are being faced with over and over again until you dissolve the actual problem. 
Dissolving the problem has nothing to do with cutting other people off. It's dissolving the perception in your mind so it does not carry in your subconscious. So when we look at it in those terms, and I look at it in those terms, I'm like, okay, well, if that's so be the case, I have situations in my mind that have happened in the past that can be triggered by something happening in the present. And you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know, let's say uh, you walk into a store, a store you've never been in before, and you're observing the person in front of you, two people in front of you in line, and the cashier is very nice to those people. When you approach the counter, it's like the cashier's demeanor completely changes and the personality changes with that person, specifically with you, in an irate way or an irritated way. And in your head, you're like, damn, as you got whatever you needed from the cashier or whatever, the experience, customer service experience wasn't good. In your mind, you're thinking as you walk back to your vehicle, like, what was so different with me where their reaction to me approaching the cash register was so different than the two people in front of me. Now, the ego of yourself and the ego of other people will say this first as a quick resolve. Stop paying attention so much to how other people are treated and worry about yourself. That is mental suicide to think that way. It is awakening suicide to think that way. That is the ego thinking of times another ego has given you the impression of that being the right way to think. Now, what you look at is the effect of that situation as you're walking back to your car. By the time you sit in your car, you put your items in the seat, you're looking at the steering wheel. Sometimes we don't even notice we zone out in thought behind the subconscious mind. You're sitting there like, and then it starts to channel you through all these times where you felt that same disregarded frequency from other situations and other people. So now you become this ball of egotistical anger and it's now within your energy carrying you forward. That is my detailed way of explaining when things echo. So there's an internal resolve that needs to happen of the approach of those situations. The approach has to do with your inner. Now, if I'm standing there and I, I, I rewind back to when I'm in line, two, three people behind, and I'm paying so much attention to the frequency, but not the right channel of frequency. The very difference is I had something on my mind when I approached the cash register that had me puzzled in my head, which made my face look like I was angry. The two people in front of me knew each other and were laughing and joking. So that's the energy they put out to the cashier and gave back. When you set ego aside and you look at, you take away all the the nuances, the possibilities of how it could be your fault. It's not about it being your fault. It's about being aware of the possible energy you may put out. 
because that 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 first response from that person automatically settles my face even more to looking like I'm irritated. So it's what I was given back. Now that's regardless of you know well it was his job. The fuck he's in customer service. I don't care what my face like. He's getting paid to respect his customers. Throw that out the way. That's the ego talking. Because the personal the personal aspect of people are always intertwined, no matter what the connection point is. So what I'm doing is I'm kind of reeling into what this uh, internet post was about today and how it brought me to unravel these things. What I said was for my New Year's resolution is I was going to leave everything that was negative and that was constantly providing negative frequency into my life in 2019. But the one thing we don't realize, our mind, body, and soul goes with us into 2020. So regardless of what you physically try to leave behind in 2019, it's about what you mentally leave behind in 2019 going into 2020. I found myself irritated because I'm still having these irritation points of things that happened two, three years ago that have affected my soul. And a lot of people don't want to address when something has hurt them or has broken their heart because it is it's not valued as being strong when you express when something has actually hurt you in a way that's emotional for you. That's the ego. So you throw that out the way and I look at it like, why am I still in 2020 worry about something that happened two, three years ago? When that happens, what I'm learning is that it is something that affected your energy more than what you gave it credit for. Just like when you talk to somebody and, you know, they start to tell you their bad stories of their past, you know, and you're listening to them tell you about the bad story, but they're bringing up one, two, and three different types of situations. Those were pivot points in life of things that could make or break you among all the things that happen in between. So what this internet post did for me this morning is it made me really ask myself, why is this thing, this situation with these, this group of people still bothering you from three years ago? And you have to be honest with yourself and put the ego aside and say, you know what? I was shocked. I was hurt. I felt like I was given energy I was not getting back. And it's a familiar negative frequency from so many other times in my life that feel the same. And this was the big ball of energy explosion of all of those times leading up to that moment. Next, what it's, what it's allowed me to do is take a look at it. And, and, and this, is, this is to say this, I used to think that closure was the way to resolve this type of long-term irritation from something that happened. But closure, what we think of, if you ask the question, what do you think closure is? And, and it always involves dealing with that person in that situation to find closure through them. Hey, this is what happened in between us. This is how I felt. 
You know, so you're providing closure by expressing how you felt to that person. But if that person's ego does not allow them to receive it, what closure of satisfaction do you really get? You don't. How many times did that actually work or cause a bigger argument or seem like it worked, but things were never the same or you were more distant than you were before the conversation happened? So did it really help on any frequency level to dissolve the entire scenario in your mind by changing the perspective, the perspective or the perspective of what happened at that time? No one else can really do that for you. They can, but you can't rely on the fact that they're going to give you that satisfaction is what I'm learning. What it's really about is being self-aware and self-knowledge and being able to change the perception yourself by going through the process earlier in this podcast of self-awareness, asking yourself questions, being real with yourself so you can get to the root cause. Once you get to the root cause, you're able to assess the situations differently because you're now looking for a resolve. You're looking to dissolve and not to ignite a fire. And in this situation, I had a problem when it really affected my life because I felt like I did not deserve the caliber of mistreatment that I received at that time. And it has actually changed the way I move going forward. I don't hang out with people anymore. I'm less trusting. I look at people with, you know, a, a negative eye first. It has literally left an electric imprint on my essence. So I have to change that. And this is year to date. I have no resolution for it as of yet. I'm just on my journey to figure out what it is about these things. And I know for a fact, if I was to go back and have a conversation with this person to find the closure or that closure method of dissolving the feeling, they would do nothing to help me resolve because in order to hear me, they would have to accept their own ownership in what happened. People don't, you can't expect people to do that. And it's like, it's hard in the ego. You don't want to feel sorry for the other person, but you have to take into accountability. They're into the fence at that time. You're into the fence at that time and come to a common ground about it. And that's where I am right now, because that scenario has definitely left an electric print on me as far as how I deal with things and how I disconnect. So in my self-awareness and my self-knowledge and my self-alignment, really all I can do at this point is assess that situation for what it was. And it's not about saying, well, you just need to let that go. It's funny how people say that, right? Well, just let it go as if they really do that. I don't worry about that no more. That's your present talking. But your subconscious, I guess you can protect that because I can never really know or read your subconscious. So you can tell me to let it go. Great. But to truly let something go in your heart, your spirit, your in your spirit is really about resolving the perspective that you once had about the scenario. And it does come with a level of forgiving that person which is the hardest thing to do because it has such a, such a catastrophic effect on how you move forward since that time. So here today, year today, YCD, I look at it like 
I have to begin my process, baby steps, <laughs> of forgiving that person. Now it's hard because I don't feel like this person has no grounds to be forgiven, but it's like I have to forgive because at the end of the day, it's all about love and light. Way more powerful than dark. So I say here today, I spit into the universe that that scenario that I have covered with so much uh, tenderness and soreness, I now begin my process of love and light around that situation. And I find in that situation was funny, and this is where I'm going to find my respect, and this is in from the crowd, where I'm going to find my respect is what happened at that time also began my spiritual awakening process. Also began my connection to understanding the universe. It was the first time I saw the law of attraction and understanding that frequency was real. Something I always felt but didn't know how to put to terms and no one else ever seemed to be able to connect to the way I felt about energy and connection. And seeing the law of attraction on this, um, this movie called The Secret on um, Netflix, it opened my mind up in a way that were silent conversations within myself that I never thought I would find a connection point to. I would have never looked into that if I wasn't in a situation where I needed to find a spiritual connection. I see now that that's what my essence was searching for at that time. I had to find my spiritual connection in order to find myself and to be self-aware in a way that is conducive for my growth and my enlightenment. This has only been, I would say, probably about two and a half years now that I have begun to exercise the muscle of my spirituality, enlightenment, uh, my clairvoyance, um, being a reader. You know, I've been that way all my life, being able to see things before they happen, sometimes know what people are thinking, um, you know, things like that. It was at that very same time that that awakening began to grow stronger. And I've been on a path ever since. So I say here today that this is what I'm going to begin the process of using to begin changing my perspective for that situation. Because self-hypnosis is so big. And this is an exercise of self-hypnosis. Every time that I begin in the back of my subconscious or something that uh, happens in the present that gives me that familiar frequency of that time where it was catastrophic, I'm going to lay over top of that the sound of a closing door in my mind and clips of the moment where my enlightenment process began. Every time it creeps into the mind when something familiar happens. That is what they call uh, uh, DNA reprogramming. Mental reprogramming. Self-hypnosis, whichever pick of the words you want to use. And I'm going to see how effective that is for me going forward. And I use very unconventional methods that most people don't understand. But I did a meditation one time, and it was interesting because in this, med this one meditation I did, I got into what they call binaural beats, which are beats that have frequencies that you listen to behind music that help with healing. And I was listening to one one time, 
And while I'm listening to these, these, these softened sounds, these softened wind chimes, sounds of the wind, I heard a door slam, slam, right in the middle, in, in, in the middle of the meditation, I'm listening to it. I'm like, huh, that makes sense. Cause just think if you're having a negative thought and you're self-aware enough to when you're having that negative thought before it becomes an actual present reaction, you have that negative thought, you think of the sound of a door closing, you wanna know something amazing? It cuts the thought off because now you have taken your train of thought off of thinking about the thing pissing you off and put your train of thought on the sound of a closing door. It's like playing into having ADHD. Not saying I have it, but it's like just giving an example of how ADHD, you can be into one thing, your attention focuses somewhere else. It's playing on that. Because when your attention comes away from the situation and your attention goes into the sound of a door closing, you're doing mental work to make that sound in your head. So by the time you're finished with the door closing sound, the intensity of the frequency of what you were thinking about is gone. I think that's freaking phenomenal. And I'm going to apply that here to this situation um, and see how it goes for me. And I'm going to do it for a complete 30 days. But the reason why it's so magnificent is because when you're when you're working on self-awareness, it makes you aware of when your emotion is changing. And when you're aware when your emotion is changing, you're also aware of what is going on in the present that's making you change your the way you feel. And when you're looking at the way you feel and you see it's that situation and you're already self-aware, you know what happens. That one situation starts to take you in your mind across all these other times where you felt that same disloyalty or you felt that same disrespect. But if you're self-aware and you know that that's going to happen, you can stop it right in its tracks. Like some people go, uh-uh, don't do it talking to themselves like don't do it don't even go down that road don't even go down that road you already know yourself you see how this made you feel and you know what happens five minutes later you start tripping and start thinking about anything that ever felt the same so let's do something in the middle of that so that you never even go down that portal and it's funny because when I talk to people and and I talk to people and they ask me questions about their situation or they're looking for resolve Sometimes I find that people would get frustrated that I'm not giving them a detail step by step on how to change the situation. Like they'll listen to this podcast and say, I don't see how that's going to help me. Because people think so in the material, like I should be saying, go contact this person, go resolve this issue. What you have to know first and foremost is that you, you have to work on yourself. You can't work on nobody else because you either want to disappoint them or disappoint yourself. So you have to do your own inner work. That's why everything I speak about is about inner work. I have a family member that's looking to transition her life uh, financially and in her career field. And when she talks to me about it, I only talk about her perception of where her mind space needs to be as she's trying to get into this new way of life. Instead of saying, oh, you need to be mad at this person. You need to be mad at that person. No, because it has nothing to do with the external. It has to do with you and yourself. And what you can change 
for yourself. It's like that one thing they say, God give you the strength to, you know, uh, to have patience for the things that can't change and, you know, things, blah, blah, blah. That's self-awareness. And what I notice is she, I, I see the power in her a lot more than she understands her spiritual power. And her manifestations happen quick. But when your manifestation drops in your hand of something you thought about, you have to keep running with the positivity and not put any insecurity on that thing. That takes work because you have to be self-aware enough to know when you're being insecure. And I only know this because of my own self-work of realizing when things make me feel a certain way. Feeling and frequency is the same thing. That's what feelings are. That's why we're such interesting beings. Because we, we have this thing embedded in our essence of emotion and feeling and love. So I just wanted to come here, you know, today to kind of drop this off uh, as we are still in January 2020. Um, I'm constantly on a self-awareness search to pay attention to the things that are agitating me that are not happening in the present. Because in theory, if you're in the present moment and something has happened in the past, it really should not be affecting you in the present because it's not physically going on anymore. So if it's not physically going on anymore, a lot of people devalue the fact that it can still be hurting you even though it's not physically going on. Not taking the moment to realize that they're spinning the headspace in the past. In a negative way. And this is my journey. This is my self-work. Um, you know, it took me a long time to get to a point where I would do a podcast. You know, I had to find out what would be the reason for my podcast. Um, because I know for a fact that this type of journey is not something that everyone is going to relate to. Um, I come from a customized field of understanding and connection. And it's about finding your tribe, which definitely takes time. And you have to know what finding your tribe looks like. So a year from now, I just would enjoy to be able to come back to this audio journal of mine and see where I was and see how far I have come. And I'm literally in the moment of what I'm expressing here today about haunting thoughts. So um, I'll be back again. I'll definitely be back when, you know, the, the spirit moves me, the universe moves me to come here and to, to put something, take something from off of my heart and put it, put it into audio so I can begin my process or uh, continue the process of self-enlightenment, self-awareness, self-knowledge, self-observation to accumulate a better life. And what my expectations are is that I get a year out and my podcasts are filled with different things of accomplishment. Things that were a problem now are no longer a problem because I've exercised moving those things out of the way to allow for new things to come into my life. And I hope you do the same. So it's definitely the longest podcast I've done, but I feel like this is something that I really, really had to expand upon because it's probably, I'm not even gonna say probably, it's the biggest issue that I'm having. So it's peace, love, and light always. Tony always tells the truth. Tony always tells her truth. I hope your today's manifestations makes a better tomorrow for you. And I hope your past or things that you look at in positivity and light to build you stronger in your present and beyond. Peace.